What's up, fam? Before we get into this amazing episode with Dayo, I just want to go ahead and jump on here and ask you for all of your love and support for the podcast. If you could please leave a like, rating, and a comment, or, or just one of those things, that'd be cool too. I will greatly appreciate you. Or, you know, actually, if you just want to go to the YouTube video and leave a comment, that'd be cool too. Hey, I'll love anything you throw towards me. But if you don't and you just sit there and you listen every time and you don't subscribe, you're breaking my heart. But anyways, guys, I have a super epic interview here with one of the photographers in D.C. who is just absolutely killing it. And he is full full of knowledge bombs and gems that you can learn and incorporate into your photography business. Enjoy. So, dude, what's up, my guy? You're a gamer as well, huh? Yeah, you know, we game a little bit. I mean, started out with the Nintendo, got it for Christmas a long time ago. You just had the, uh, the I Switch? I had a Switch, you know. You, do your hands fit on that? Yeah, yeah, it does, man. But, you know, when, when you're trying to take off the little joysticks and play, it gets a little bit it gets Yeah, a little I bit was sticky. worried about that. I was like, there's yeah. no way I'm playing Smash Bros. with that thing. Yeah, but Smash Bros. has got to play it. You got man. that game? Oh, it's off the Who's game. your character? That's what I'm playing. But Kirby. Oh. Kirby. I mean, hey, that's an OG character. Yeah, so like, that means you played it from day one. Yeah, you, Kirby. you've been playing him for years. Yeah. How about you? Uh, Lucas. Oh, Lucas, with yeah. the bat. Boy. Yeah, that's my dude right there, yeah. man. I, oh, I can't tell you how many nights I spent just getting so baked with my friends playing Smash right. Bros. in high school. That, that was, was that was like literally what we did. It's the best, man. God. It's the best, man. Simple <sighs> times. But anyways, guys, welcome back to <laughs> That's the Angle, and I am joined today by Dayo, not Dayo, as you might uh, read it wrong, and um, he is known as at the height our type yes sir on instagram and thank you for coming by man yeah no worries man cool it's a pleasure you. thank you for inviting me yeah man for sure you're yeah. you're you're one of the few photographers who i actually see killing it oh wow Damn, that's really nice man yeah i mean i think as an artist our perceptions are like we're not always doing what we want i agree but i say you look like you're doing pretty well man yeah doing okay you know it's uh I always talk about the gram and i talk about social media you know it's 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 a curated highlight That's, exhibition of the greatest highlights of somebody's life. I mean, it's so, you know, is. when you are killing, show that shit off. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's the point. That is the perception that you want to build. And it, it should be true. Obviously, you got to have the content. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no way you want to show those, like, awkward shots or, right. like, a shoot that didn't go well. Yo, check out this underexposed piece of shit I just, <laughs> I just yeah. shot. Nah, This man. whole shoot, and I just missed focus. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> You really think that you you really feel like like that's a bad thing? It's the way you kind of said it. No, so you know I think that it's it's important for people to to stay true to their art. Mm-hmm. You know, post for you, yeah, shoot for you. Only shoot what you want to. Don't feel obligated because as you get as you get bigger in this photography game, you know the money and checks and opportunities are going to start to come, mm. and you don't got to say yes to everything. But if you're starting out, I mean, you know, you bet you get to curate your own lane as well. Right. If you shoot a lot of naked girls, then a lingerie line is probably going to holler at you. Exactly. Or Fashion Nova. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but if exactly. you, you know, but if you're if you're more broad or you have a certain direction that you shoot, you know, the people are going to reach out. Yeah. I mean, if you're shooting thick girls in lingerie, then, of course, you're going to get like, those is. clients. And that, seems, that that literally is a niche. You can think of like five guys who do that. Oh, yeah. and, and no. And no. Off the and top no, of my head right now. And, and no slight to any of those guys. <clears throat> Mark, I see you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love your work. But, but there's there's niches for everything the right. same way. Someone might do uh, like buildings or they might just do portraits with fairy lights. There you go. Uh, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> but so how, how deep in the game are you? Um, I've been shooting professionally for four years now. Whoa. 
for the second stint. I went full time on a first stint back in 2012, I believe. And it lasted for about a year, but then I was getting married and I said, I'm going to go back and get a nine to five Whoa. to be able to finance my wedding and just be secure with some things. But after I had gotten my job, uh, my nine to five back, I quickly realized that just, you know, it, it's it's a hunger that, that just keeps calling. And, you know, I had to go back to so you worked being a full time. So you were, I guess, shooting before you went full time the first time. Yeah, yeah, I was shooting, but I've been shooting my whole life, man. You know, I've been shooting since high school. Wow, I'm a fuck up. I left my this phone guy. on non-vibrate. I'm gonna leave this in too. <laughs> leave it in, man. Bruce Allen out here messing up, y'all. <laughs> no, it's fuck whoever just called me. It's, it's a, it's you a gotta random, call him out, yo. It's a random two hundred two number. I should probably pick it up. Here, let me pick it yeah, up. pick him up for the show. Hello. It's it's a telemarketer, dude. Damn. Sorry. So now I'm not mad. Cause tell this is getting ridiculous. Do, do you they get a call, lot of those too? It's, just, it's stupid. I got God. I downloaded these apps to block the telemarketers and Does all that. Nah, there's some sometimes they work. They find a way to get through, man. I like have a relationship with some of them at this point. Well, if they call enough, if, it depends on the day. Yeah, if you're calling me and I'm feeling great. I'm gonna have a conversation <laughs> with you. I'm gonna make you feel like I'm about to give you all of my money, <laughs> and then I'm going to let you know how much of an ass you are and hang up. And hang up. Don't oh, call me again. Dude, so there's like a specific one from my hometown that they always call me, and it's just it's just same automated message. And I just sometimes I see how deep into it I can go. <laughs> yep. There you and, go. And, and I just got to a wall point where I'm like, I got you, bitch. <laughs> but anyways, man. So so um, back to what you were saying. So you work in. I guess you were working before you went full time. Yeah, you went, you did it. Then you did it. Well, yeah, I did it. Um, on a matter of necessity, I was like, I just wasn't feeling where, I, you know, a job I was at, and I realized my skill set could could make enough money. I, I was single at the time, mm-hmm. and it was just tough. You know, about to get married and thinking, all right, I, I'm not pulling up, pulling in as much money as I would like to at the time. Um, so I went back and got a nine to five. But. I mean, cause that's gotta be crazy. They're trying to find a fund a wedding, start yeah. a life with someone else. You know, like we, we were talking a little bit, this full time life is, is a hustle, you know, it's crazy, it's literally a hustle. And it, like, if you don't already have that hustler's mentality, then you're already going to be like in, tripping at the starting blocks. Mm-hmm. So luckily I've always been a hustler. I mean, I was selling candy in middle school out of my locker. Jeez, you know what I mean? You were that blow pop. Kid. Yeah, I was that hustler, kid. Yo, you're, who you're needs blow pops? Yeah, you're yeah, man. So I've always had that. So it, it definitely helped. See, out. that was not me. I, I was, um, I was never like a born hustler. Mm. So it, it took me a while to you learned it. Get, it was learned. But Good. for you, you always had it in you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but that, that's so crazy to go from full time. I mean, like, dude, if if someone, if I was trying to get married in and out, like married, <laughs> I don't blame you. Like, that right. seems very practical to all of a sudden just be like, okay, like, let me pick up a normal job or. Normal, normal job, job quote, and it unquote. hurts your fucking soul, dude. It was the worst, <laughs> the worst of times. But, 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 but I think that's, I think it's really cool, and it says a lot that it's like you're practical and you had to do it. And yeah. I think a lot of people just get too caught up and maybe uh, a little too prideful. Right. And there's nothing wrong with 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 doing something else to help you fund your dream. Pride, pride is a killer. Sometimes you have to humble yourself. Um, I always talk to people now. So, you know, you said I was kill- I'm, I'm looks like I'm killing it a little bit. I, I, you know, I'm doing my thing, but also trust and believe I do take those, uh, one year old birthday gigs or those baby showers. Oh, we all take those, you know, we take those gigs, but not everybody does. You know what I mean? Not everybody is like, you gotta humble yourself, yeah, man. I'm shooting for, I'm shooting for complex. I'm shooting for Nike. I'm not, I don't need to shoot this, uh, this, uh, 50th birthday party. Hey man. If you got a bill due, if you got something due, if you got to get your kids some clothes, you're going to do what you got to do. Hell and yeah. if your camera's your weapon and means of making money, 
then make sure you use it. See, that's so important. People like think that just because you shoot fashion or portrait or race, that's all you do. Uh, they don't know. It's like there's so much stuff behind the scenes right. that you know, I don't see that. I'm probably making most of my money from. Come on, man. I just show you what I want. Exactly. You show know? you what you like. Yeah, there you go. It, show you what you want. That's yeah. it. That's the name of the game. And that's the curated <laughs> feed to make yep. you think I am who you want me to there be. There you go. That's why I love meeting people in person, like ah. the Bruce Allen. Ah. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I who you thought I'd be? Except for the beard. Come I was on, expecting man. this lush, glorious beard, as I bet you, but I, I can see where it was. We met before? No. I was about to say. No. Just stories. Virtually, just yeah. on the gram. Yeah. Well, let me, let me, let me <laughs> tell you. friends. Let, let me tell you, that beard is, is not lush. It, it is not <laughs> as lush as your beard, my friend. My, that beard had some patches. Oh, okay. It actually okay. just like grew a patch. It's so weird. I like grew a patch. So it's like. Happened to my, happened to my brother-in-law as well. So that's kind of why I started shaving again, mm. too. And so I'm hoping to stimulate some more growth. So maybe in like. Six months, this, this beard will be so goddamn full. There it is. I'm a, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna pray beard blessings onto you. Thank you, man. You will be back. Thank you. I'm just. I'm, actually, I'm not gonna say I was about the same. I was supposed to. <laughs> I just won't jerk off for a year and I have so much testosterone that my beard will just fly. Out. So, so you went from. Um, so you went and you got the job. Yeah. And you were in the job and you were like, yo, this this sucks. Like, what well, happened? Well, you know, it was cool, right? So it's not a matter of the job sucking. It's a matter of the people at. It's like the relationships. Are you appreciated? Are you making as much money as you know you can make? Um, going full time or being an entrepreneur is basically betting on yourself. It is. I'd rather bet on myself than anything else because I can control, you know, what mm -hmm. I can get, you know, as far as work, as far as opportunities, as far as relationships. I can control that. So when you're in a place where, you know, you're busting your ass and you're making so much money for a company and you're sitting there like, damn, it's time. I just saw somebody else get uh, a raise. What is going on? So then you're like, you finally figure out, okay, I realize that I'm not worth anything to you all. If I died today, you would replace me in literally two hours, in, in two days. That is or the, worst, day. Who that's knows? the worst feeling is like that replaceable oh. feeling. Like someone could just drop you and they would not give a crap. At all. That's the worst part about these office jobs. It's just draining. It's, it's bad. Like, bad. Oh, it's like your work doesn't even matter. No. Your life is so just like. Appreciation, right? And I think what's cool is when you work for yourself, you're able to you're able to see the fruits of your labor very quickly and you're able to accept that and feel that being unappreciated is some of the worst things in the world right facts but validation. if you do something dope how can you you can't be unappreciated to yourself you got to sit there and be like damn i did that and now that you have a tool you know i always look at like instagram and social media as a tool you have a tool that basically allows people to encourage you you have a tool that allows we, people we, we to... We have a validation device Yeah, validation. You post something, you're like, yeah, I like it. You got 100 comments. Yo, man, you're killing it, yo, fire, yo. And I'm just sitting there like, damn, that means a lot. Because yeah. you didn't have to do that. Bah, 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 bah. You didn't have to do that. That's why I like comments more than likes. Ah, uh, I mean, comments mean a lot, and it means everything to everyone on Instagram. Even if it's an emoji, it's like, I'll take it. Give me that sweet comment. Damn, I know what you were feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Smiling. But but it's it's also sad on the opposite spectrum where if you don't get that comment, you kind of feel weird. Hey, look, man, it's it's the name of the game, like, right? Like you could love this photo. Like, and how many times have you done this? You've posted for you, like, damn, this is some great work, and just nothing. Like you're just like, God damn. So a couple of years back, I would say the old me would post something if it didn't get any love, I was deleting it. You do that? Uh, this no, no. I said a couple years ago. Mm. <laughs> a couple years ago, I was so invested in in um the game of IG and social media. If I posted something, I was were you like, like following, following and stuff? 
Um, I would be like, I would tell people to follow me. I don't really Damn. do that anymore. Like, you're not like doing the tactics every no, day. No, no. You're not doing a follow and follow. You're not like going to the no, hashtags and too, like. That's too much. You that's know, way too much. I met a guy who does that and like, if you have the time to do that, <laughs> yo, respect to you. But like, I just don't find it part of my day to like find a hashtag, comment, and like blow up someone's feed. Dude. And it just, it just feels so, um, like inauthentic it's, to me. It, that's the worst. And I, I think in art, in you know, as artists, we should be as, as authentic as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just want to be real. You know, I, I stop caring about a lot of things, especially as you know what I what I realize is some of the biggest people in the game or artists or this that you don't know how many they don't give a damn about how many followers they get they have because they're getting checks. And I wrote something. Uh, I had a series called Photo Facts where I was just. I got really perturbed by somebody, you know, a lot of questions I was getting. <clears throat> somebody hit me in my DM and was like, you know, what what camera do you shoot with? What lens? I'm oh, that's like, annoying. And I'm like, and I responded to this guy. But in my head, I'm like, you could ask me anything. I took time to talk to you. I didn't have to, you know, I got yeah. a life. I, I didn't have to talk to him. But the question you asked me is, what am I shooting with? Instead of how do I grow my business or something like that. So I started writing these photo facts talking about what the full-time life as a photographer is. And one of the things I said is I would rather have a hundred emails than a hundred likes. Facts. These are big facts. <laughs> I'd yeah. rather have a hundred emails. So I don't even, this is just bonus, you know, show me, get your website up. No. And you're so right. Because when you look at photographers who are really killing the game, like the ones who shoot for Vogue and L and W, there you go. Like when you look at their posts on Instagram, they don't have any hashtags. They, they hardly leave a comment. They just drop it on because someone probably told them to. Yep. But really, behind the scenes, they are just crushing Crushing it. the game, getting, you know, I, I was at a GQ shoot uh, with my good homie, Duke Dubois. Shout out to Duke. We were at a GQ Shout shoot with uh, Hugo Boss, and I met this photographer. And I, had, I, I was so upset that I had never heard about him. But this guy has been shooting for GQ, um, W Magazine. Um, serious Esquire, shit. Se- serious real, shit real for work. years, for years, and he was just like, "Hey, you know, he's just cool as hell." And that's the type of guy I want to be. I, if everything else is a bonus, but if you see me on a billboard, then we can come on. Talk. Don't lie, you know you kind of like the the social club. We all like it. We all like the. We all like. I mean, come social on, club, the, social club. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I I think that helps add to the brand. Like, it I, does I, now. I, I for think, sure. I think I've gotten gigs just off of my social character. Oh, of course. Like people are like, yo, you look really cool and fun. Like I love what mm. you do. I love your content. Let me hire you. Mm. And it's like, sure, that guy's where he's at, but it's like we still have to get there. Facts. You know. And so if if me putting in a little bit of extra time, like making YouTube videos or this or whatever it is, it's like gets me a gig. That's cool. It's the more you do. Exactly. But I mean, I don't know your, but people's different reasons are like I just. I guess mm. at the end of the day, I oddly want to be popular. Mm. You know, why else would we put ourselves out there? Mm. Right? Isn't, Who's to say you're not? Uh, <laughs> my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> my followers. No, no. But po- popularity is so relative as well, right? It is. Because it is. like, I, you know, you can think, oh man, dang, in the city, a lot of people might, might know you, but then you'll go somewhere and you'll stand there and be like, damn, nobody knows me. Everybody knows this guy. And then you wonder who's that guy. And I'm always like, who's? Because I'm a, I'm, I'm hype. Like I'm a loud person in the room. I love talking to everybody. Yeah, you're very I love outgoing. meeting. I love meeting people because I, I'm very genuine. You know, I like meeting people and having genuine relationships and genuine conversation. So you know, in a, you know, uh, friends of mine would say I'm the center. I like to be the center of attention. Mm. When in all honesty, I just, I just do a B. You know, yeah, what I mean? you're not thinking some like. People, I'm not even thinking like that. Some people are just reserved. Like they'll be in a space and observe everything. I'm a people watcher too, but. I'm I'm all about building the relationship. Mm. So sometimes I'll meet people and I'm like, um, 
you know, I'm you're way different than the person who I thought you were online. Yo, and that sucks. This is really true. It sucks. Because like, you can love somebody online. Like, oh, man, damn, I love this person. Yo, I follow this guy. I really want to be like this guy. I really rock with this guy. You being in person, I'm like, damn, he's lame. Yeah. He's lame. Yes. But, I know. mean, that's happened with people, models, everyone. It's Hope like, it hasn't happened with me, any, any, for the people out there. Hope when you meet me, I'm not lame. Nah, I mean, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. I didn't think you'd be so cool. Thanks, you're, you're more You're more outgoing. Than I, Thanks, than, than I think most photographers are. Uh, that, and that's that's helped me in the game, interestingly enough. Like, me as well, likewise. Yeah. I think it's helped you. Yeah. So so as far as artists, right, when you meet artists, you never know, like, what they're going to... They can be totally weird and talented. Which is, like, the artist, that's right? Like, that's, the that's, like, artist. our version of artists. Like, you're just so weird. introverted, weird, so mysterious. Weird. But I'm an extroverted artist mm-hmm. you should see me during shoots man i think i, I did a shoot i put a, posted a couple stories from a shoot i did yesterday i just really like i i engage with uh, the muses and people on the set because i know what i want and i it's feel important. like if i can't do what i want you to do sometimes i show models i just did it yesterday i'll show them the pose i want bro you're literally physically i'll show them mouth. bro because i don't because if i can't do it how can i expect you to do it so sometimes i do that but i'm talking to you i'm encouraging and it's definitely an experience. So friends of mine would say, you know, people don't only hire you for your pictures, which are dope, but they hire you for the experience no, of I, shooting with you as and well. And the thing is, the models like that too. Yeah. You know, like over the weekend, I had like five models in here. I just did this random, Bruce I just did this random thing where I was like, yo, uh, I'm just trying to shoot. If you're trying to collab, like I just put time slots. But what I did is I just said yes to everyone. Nice. But I didn't tell them that. I just said yes. You made it sound exclusive. Gotcha, and brother. And so... Um, <laughs> What happened was, is they were like, yo, you give so much instruction and all that stuff. And like you, I'll show them how to pose. But they love, they're like, they're like most photographers, they just, they don't say anything. They may tell you how to move your head, but uh, I really love how you kind of give direction and you know what you want out of a shot. That's how you get repeat customers. Mm. It's like, it's, it's basically like, so you love it. You love a dope restaurant. You, you go there, you have a blast. You love the food. The waitresses are awesome. Uh, your service is great. It's the same thing with your business as a photographer, right? I think so too. When people... When people love what you got going on, they basically champion for you. If mm-hmm. I go to a dope restaurant, I'm telling my boys, yo, you need a place to eat. I just went to what you call it was bomb. Mm-hmm. People are out there saying, yo, Bruce Allen, I shot with him. He was the shit. I got to shoot with him again. In fact, yo, aren't you getting engaged or aren't you, you're doing an editorial, you're doing something for, uh, for, for, for a brand or something, right? Yo, use Bruce Allen. Those are people who champion for you, and those are the referrals are the best thing That's, going because you don't have to do anything. You that, sit there, yep. <laughs> and next thing you know, your phone's buzzing because somebody said, "I rock." Well, because you were a good person. There you you're go. You're a nice person. Nick. So you my cared. buddy, there you go. My buddy's uh, shout out to my buddy uh, Gary. Shout out to Master Williams who always says, says and we always talk about this. Gary V, right? Yeah. Oh uh, no, no, not Gary V. Gary Master Williams. You thinking about big time Gary V? Who's Master, Master, Williams. Master Williams? Ah, that's my homie, you man. Have to Gary, who's, I'm gonna put you on. Who, you know, who, explain to the audience who Master Williams is. Yo, shout out to Master Williams. Part of creative theory with Taman, uh, buddies that work out of uh, Union Market. Shout out to Travel as well. Okay. Um, they were, they have a creative agency in D.C., done stuff with Google, um, YouTube uh, most recently. But we always talk about being a good person and doing good work. Mm-hmm. And that will get you as far as, you know. I couldn't agree more. I, I couldn't agree more. That's probably one of the most important things of business is just being the bigger dude in business. Like if, if you, you can never get mad at people, which, which, which is like a skill in itself, but just right. being a good person, caring about them after the shoot too. <clears throat> right. Right. Following up. Yo, what's going on? How you been? Just checking in. I don't need anything. I'm just being cool. You were somebody who I work with. We had a great experience. Yo, please keep in touch. In fact, that's how friendships develop, right? 
Like, I just met you today, Bruce, in person. Thanks. But I could see us kicking it again. I could yeah. see us working on something. I could see, because I like your personality. Or I could be in the back of my head and be like, damn, let's hurry up this interview so I can get the fuck out of here. Hey. <laughs> but I'm not you like good. that. You <laughs> could. You could. <laughs> but I'm good. And we definitely got some coffee this morning. Cheers. Hey, coffee cheers. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, been, haven't been able to do that in a while. <laughs> Wait, so this creative theory, guys, you, you're referencing him. What does that mean, what does that mean to you? Like the master Williams, what did he teach you something? No, something? that's his IG. Oh, oh, oh! You made you made it seem like like he, the master, like like the last dragon, you, you, yeah, the master. You made it seem like he like was like this guy who was like no, he was like Dio, be kind no, to people. No, no, and you were no, like no. okay, no, no, no. His, his IG is Master Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you said you shot for GQ, dude. That's, that's pretty yeah. cool. How did you get into that? Honestly, man, having good friends. Um, uh, Gary's actually a, a GQ insider, but working with my boy Duke. Mm-hmm. Um, Duke is a it's the people you know, you know. Yeah, it's people I know. So what's interesting is you know how everybody can just write that they're an influencer. Mm-hmm. What does that really mean, right? Oh God, I hate it. In, in some, in some in circles, world. I'm an influencer. I get influencer emails like, "Yo, we think you might be a good fit to do this." A popular brand, uh, you know, these marketing agencies in New York will yeah. just email you all the time. A popular brand wants to work with you. Can you send us some of your demographics from your IG and let's see if it's a good fit? Blah 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 blah. Anyway, they're influencers and they're real influencers. My buddy Duke is a real influencer. And we developed a relationship where we do business together. He needs pictures. He's a photographer. I love shooting him. We, sh- we love working together. That makes sense. And then we work together. And, you know, he's definitely plugged me with a lot of opportunities, mm. as well as other individuals. Um, I shoot with Essence Magazine as well. I don't know if you know Essence Magazine. Essence. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Respect, respect. Um, I did a big uh, article for Essence last year highlighting uh, 25 black couples. It was called, like, The Summer of Black Love. I mean, and these are big gigs, though. Yeah, these, are, these are, like, pretty dope gigs. I mean, this is... It's cool to be published, y'all. Get published. Get published. Um, get your name in a publication somewhere and, and then highlight yourself on your website. Mm. Put all your stuff that you've been in. You know, put your, in your about page. Put all the clients that you've worked with. It's clout. It's a clout business. Because if a company or brand realizes that you've worked with other brands and, and companies, um, just a month ago, two months ago, I did some work with PETA. Oh, word. PETA. I mean, I've never. What? Uh, yeah. I, I got I got plugged. Well, I shoot a lot with Nike. Shout out to my homegirl, Mel. Mel out in California, who used to be the regional uh, Nike rep in the area. But I did a lot of regional work in the area with Nike. Nike was looking for a photographer to work with PETA to shoot with Elena Deladon, who works, who's in the WNBA who has all these dogs and it was a campaign for an adoption agency, like adopt rather than buy pets. And we shot that out of my studio. So I, now I got Peter on my list. Damn. Yeah, man. So it's just, it's just a and connection. So I, I didn't even ask for that gig. Have someone, all that stuff. Just like my man, someone blessed it to me. So it's, it's, it's be good. Have someone think of you the first time they're thinking of, Oh, okay. They need this. I got a it guy. It seems like, you know, all the right people. Bro, What's I'm just that? I'm are just you, connecting are you, are, you, are you just really like a like a ninja socialite? Ooh. What's going on here? Oh, is that a good ninja? Ninja light. You're a ninja light. Ninja light. Like, hey, we coined that here on the Bruce Allen show. Don't steal it. I mean, I think it's so important to just know the right people. Like mm. just I'm sure all these people you know are just awesome people as well who are killing the game, but it helps to know them. It, was that like something that you are conscious of or you just happens? Oh, interesting. Let me see. I think sometimes it's knowing the right people too. Mm-hmm. If you meet somebody and you know they they're connected and it has to be organic, right? That's true. I mean you can't force it. It has to be organic. And you can tell there's a relationship building and you can tell like when people talk to each other, I don't care who you are, you know that 
if you can help somebody or if somebody can help you. You know that off top. I guess and so. if there's some synergy there, well, in D.C., it's the it's the craziest thing. What's the first question they asked you? What do you do? What do you do? That's yeah, a D.C. That's, question. That, Shout out to D.C. Is it really a D.C. question? Uh, I it, thought that was a world question. It's a world thing. But in D.C., it's more. <sighs> it's it's so quick. The immediately you start meeting somebody, like one of the first questions you ask is it's, what do you it's do? Like, it's like on the tip of their tongue. Like they can't wait to like trigger this thing off so they can like. And I've noticed that the better job they have, the faster they want to ask that question. Mm. What's interesting is part of me thinks is. Because people, people in this area are really focused on building business and making money and expanding. So, you know, before they even, they want to know where they are with talking to you, where, where they can take the can conversation. Can you help me? Can you help me? Or can I help? Is it, or is it, can I help you? For me, is it, can I, how can I help you? Sure. I'm all about give and take. True. Sure. So, you know, when you're in those situations where you're talking to somebody, it's like, oh, you work with who? Oh, okay. What you do may not be a bad question, though. Maybe it's like in a weird way, we're looking at it from a negative connotation. That's which true. It, which it can be. But at the same That's time, true. what do you do if they're trying to help you? It's like, oh, you're a photographer. Oh, maybe I know this guy. I know this girl. Right. So, so you noticed already when I first met you, I think I was asking you a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I ask a lot of questions. You do. Because I, I think that the quickest way for people to connect with somebody or is commonalities, things that are mm-hmm. common. The more you have in common with somebody, the faster a relationship can build. Okay, you shoot. Okay, me too. Okay, you shoot uh, creative stuff. Okay, me too. Oh, you like video games. Okay, me too. You like music. Cool. What kind of music? Oh, that's my guy. Dang. Then you start talking about an album. Next thing you know, you're talking about the first time you heard this album. Next time you're talking about where you're from. Oh, I got cousins down there. Damn. I used to go to that Chuck E. Cheese. Look, the conversations go very quickly as you start talking about commonalities. Mm. So the more you talk to somebody initially, the more you can figure out Dang, okay, I like this guy. I could see myself talking to them again or developing an association. Is that because you actually just, you want to know about that person? Like you just generally want to see if you have that connection? Genuinely curious. Mm -hmm. I want to know about that person because, you know, it it may be, oh, okay. I can't rock with, like we can be associates or you can say, oh, wow, this could butt into a friendship. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Or this might be just business. True. True. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to answer a lot because I'm like, fuck. I'm like, he's like, he's like, I'm about to interview you. I'm like, we're doing the interview pre-interview. <laughs> but no, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, I think there's a lot, whether it's like a direct question or just just like interacting the world with them. Mm. Like, it's so interesting because this happens a lot when when people come in and we get coffee. Like, that's a common thing. And, I, and I'm always mm. curious. Like, I try to pick up things. Like, I'm really good at reading people. Good. Me too. And me like, too. I kind of watch how they interact with the world sometimes. And like. Just within getting coffee, I'm like, okay, I can tell how this interview's gonna go. Oh, nice. You know, and so it's, nice. it's it's interesting, but you're very upfront with it in a way that you're like, oh, like, what do we have in common? Like, let's see how maybe oh, we can like work top, together or whatever it off is. Off top. Cause I'm not, um, here's one thing. I used to, and I don't know how you are with this, Bruce, but I used to care like a lot about mm-hmm. what, uh, I used to care about what other people's thoughts and what they, you know, their, like what they thought about me or what. I have so much, like, my confidence level is, yeah. is through the roof. Like, I, I, you seem I, very confident. Yeah, man. Even in that coffee shop, like we walked in, you were like saying goodbye to like real loudly bro, in front I talk, of people. Like, you, you know what, have, man? I talk because I talk to everybody. I respect that. I think we all, I think sometimes we get lost in this, in what it is to be human. You got that big dick energy, bro. <laughs> Africa. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Nigeria. Uh, shout out to Nigeria, man. Uh, but yeah, man, because I'm confident. No. And I'm six, I'm six four. You know what I mean? I'm walking around. I'm already like, people are going to see me. I'm going to, anywhere I go, like I'm somebody that's going to stand out. Mm. And so it's, you know, growing up, I was 
was like, all where right. Do you, where do you, so like, where do you get this from? Where do you get your outgoingness and your confidence? So is that from like your... Girl, First of all, it's from the that? culture. Shout out to Nigeria. To we're Nigeria? just very okay. confident. We're a very confident bunch. This is, when you hear about African pride, it's like a real pride situation. Um, but, you know, I guess leaving here and going to, I went to college in Omaha, Nebraska, Whoa. which is a big culture shock, right? Um, Nebraska does not sound like we're going to find a bunch of Nigerians. Uh, you'll be surprised. We're everywhere. Anywhere there's an education or a school, they're going to go there and, mm. and they don't care where it is. Ohio, anywhere. They don't, they don't care. Um, that's as far as immigrants. Um, but, you know, being in Nebraska, I was like, it was a culture shock for me. I went to a Jesuit college. And Jesuit, it, what does that mean? Uh, Jesuit's like it's a division of Catholicism. Okay, okay. like Jesuit priests. So anytime you hear like a Georgetown, Georgetown's Jesuit, Loyola. But what about the mix? Is it like do they do something weird? That's Jesuit. Uh, there's a lot weird of weird. And what's different? Like, what, no, what do no. They do? So the emphasis is on the coursework. So okay, okay, um, okay. let's say one of the mottos of the Jesuits is cura, cura personalis, which is personal care of the individual. Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Yeah. <laughs> cura personalis, <laughs> which is all Latin anyway. But Okay, I just didn't know if it was like they have like long sideburns or something no, like that. No. Like, okay. no, but there are there are some priests walking around, but it's more of a theology-based thing. So they, okay. they focus on the theology and um, um, psychology of, 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 of different aspects of things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, going to that school, I, I was like, I would think I was the only brother. It was me and like two other brothers in my freshman class that changed significantly or, or athletes in the school. So when I used to walk around, I'm six, three skinny here, basketball players like, like, yo, that. yo, where, where are you coming from? What position you play? I'm like, bro, I'm on here. I'm here for on a full ride. Wow. You know what oh, I mean? so that's how you got the, you got that full ride. I had a full ride. My mom was like, you're going to go wherever you got a full ride. I don't blame you. <laughs> so my mom was like, you're going to go wherever you get in. <laughs> so I'm just, I, I realized, you know, I, it, it, one thing about that culture shot, let me, let me be comfortable in any setting. I could go anywhere. And did I'm you? Good. I mean, I, anywhere, did bro. you experience like prejudice and racism? What? There? That's everywhere. That's every day. No, but That's Nebraska's here. a whole oh, different Nebraska, level. Oh, Nebraska, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Nebraska. But you'd be surprised, right? Nebraska got like Omaha has a hood. Omaha has a lot of yeah. Everywhere has a hood, and but you know one thing about Omaha, it was very segregated. Like the Latino population lived in South Omaha, the black population lived in North Omaha, Whoa. the 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 white people lived out west in West Omaha. So there was a lot of a lot of segregation as far as where people were living. In a, um, in a weird way, that's natural because you kind of want to be around people you can relate with. There you go. But I lived. But our school is downtown. Mm. College is right downtown, by North Omaha and South Omaha. Where were you going to school for? I went to school. I was pre med bio. I come from a family of physicians. That man. is not photography. Yeah, yeah, crazy. How disappointed were they? But uh, no, no. So it's interesting. So I graduated with psych. Psych, yeah. Psychology was, degree? Yeah. And then I got my master's degree in organizational leadership with the emphasis in management. So I've been, I've, been, I've always, my family's big on education, just like most Nigerians, but I've always shot. I've always taken pictures. Um, Even in college? In college, it was a, a nice income, nice little side income. Oh, wow. So you're already hustling in college. Well, you know, not until somebody asked me how much was, it was for a shoot. While I was using my point and shoot Sony Cybershot. Yeah, anyone can come up with a number at that point. <laughs> there you go. I was shooting on, I was uh, posting pictures to Facebook and tagging people. That's, that's how I got, big, that's though. how I started my that's following. Big, I was just tagging. What were you, what were you shooting? Events, um, club, club, club events. Oh, nice. Yeah, shooting in the club. Uh, with, a, <laughs> whoa. with a little point and shoot. <laughs> there you go. Hey, whatever you gotta do, man. Um, until I got my first DSLR. But I was shooting in a club, and then I would post a full album of pictures of everybody in the tag club everyone. and tag them on Facebook. That's lit. I have them follow my Facebook like Facebook was, my was like really page. strong at that point, I too. I got up to like 6,000 people on my like page. You know how hard it is to do now? It's nuts. Now it's just everybody's minds are all over the That's place. That's crazy. But people would be like, yo, let me get my picture. I'm like, yo, it's on Facebook. I tagged you. Go get it. 
So that's how I started, man. And how about, told, how about before college? Were you shooting before college? Oh too? yeah, yeah, for sure. Before college, it was uh, high school. See, I'm older than you, I think. Um, yeah, for sure. How old In you? high school, I was using a disposable camera. How old are you? I'm 35. 35? I'm 28. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some, you got some age I got some, on you. I got some grays on you. You probably don't got the grays on me. <laughs> I'm so glad this camera can't zoom in right now. You don't want to see I my see, size. I see. Dude. I like it, man. Paprika. Yeah, hey, I like that paprika. <laughs> nah, man. I was shooting in high school. I used a, uh, a, uh, a Kodak uh, disposable camera. I worked at CVS. I got free... Free, oh, yeah, I got, I got free I, I development. All my money on film Dude, so I would just school. develop doubles and hand them out, hand out the double to people, and oh, keep the other sick. one, and just create albums at home. That's really sick. Yeah, so I've always been shooting. My dad was is a photographer. Thanks. So you, you've just been passively shooting for a long time, man. It's and and it's not until you realize, damn, wow. Every I, I always have my camera on me because that makes me happy. It was a buddy of mine in college that uh, did a conference where he was speaking to students, and I helped him shoot it. But I heard him say one thing that really resonated mm-hmm. with me. He was like, "If something makes you happy, it should be incorporated into every day of your living, like every day of your life. If it makes you happy, you shoot every day, every day. Mm-hmm. And that's shooting for me. So, really? yeah, photography. Do you have a camera on right now? No, I do. Yeah." I got my camera. I got a couple. Oh, damn. The phone is right there, too, I, I brother. Say, I, the I, phone I like, is always there. I said that, I was like, damn, of course. Yeah, you so it makes me laugh whenever people are like, oh, man, I can't get this shot. I don't got my camera. Bro, you got something. You capture, mm-hmm. you know. I, me and my buddies laugh all the time. I'm like, if my camera breaks at a wedding, I'm going to shoot that wedding at a, with my iPhone and kill it. And yeah, kill it. I actually would wonder if someone would even notice a difference. Like, if it's a normal person, they'd be like, wait, it's it's just, uh, I don't I don't know, Susan. Uh, I don't they'll know. notice you on the scene, but after they see those edits, I'm like, dang. So so when you were in college and you got, like, that first gig um, with for that event, did that tr- kind of trigger something in your mind? Like, maybe I could go somewhere with this? Was mm, that it? Or was it later in your life? So what triggered, it wasn't the event photography, because that's nothing, right? That's just sh- sh- shooting people. But it, what it, what that taught me was to interact with random people. Because how do you stop people and say, hey, let me get your picture? It's, it's, I don't know you. Why do, where it's, is this intimi- picture going? It's like, intimidating. It's intimidating. Yeah. Some people have trouble with that right now. But my thing is, you know, to get the picture you want, you have to engage the people and make them feel like, oh, okay, wow, this is comfortable. So I would actually, I love to dance. I'm dancing. This is funny. It's something I still do now at wedding. Like if I'm shooting a wedding or mm-hmm. wedding reception, I'm dancing. And while I'm dancing, I'm dancing with people and I'm shooting. Because the shots that I mm, want, I like that. Wants to show. I want, want to show. Those candid shots. I want the candid, real stuff happening, and I can't get that on the side of making somebody feel uncomfortable. I know you have to be in the space. So you'll have your your DSLR with your flash on top. Bro, just like hey, watching hey, me, sh- watching me shoot at a wedding is crazy. That's and somebody may think hey, he's that. having more fun than than he is working. Nah, don't get it twisted. Wait till you see those pictures. The clients are always. That's happy. like I'm gonna steal that because I do it. That's something that. So when I go to events, like that, the, the hardest thing for me was talking to people. And go. I've been shooting for magazines. And the worst part about that was after you take someone's photo, what's your name? Mm. You have to write it down and, and I, you have to keep it in order so that when you go back home and you like edit the pictures or whatever, you have to tag their names in it. Mm. Now, like not only is it bad oh, yeah. to go up to someone, you have to get them like, oh God, this is the worst. Yeah. I'm over that now. But mm. now it's like the candid thing. It's like, how do you get the candid? But that was it right there. Yeah, that's it, man. Be a part of the action. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. That didn't do it for me, though. Really? Um, shout out to my first photo shoot ever. Um, Whoa. It's a homegirl of mine, um, uh, Unity, who is now a big-time model in New York. Wow. She, she, she's with Maybelline, a whole bunch of makeup brands, a whole bunch of brands. She shoots with everybody. Um, but she, Oh, my bad, brother. Yeah, you can angle it and shit, dude. But she is, she is a professional now, and I'm, I'm glad to say I was her first photo shoot as well. Sudanese model out of Omaha, Nebraska, and... After those pictures, the the 
you know, the feedback I got let me know, hmm, I might have to really? think twice about Were this. Really? Like a portrait session or something? It was a portrait session It randomly in downtown Omaha in some alley, looked gritty. I had her dress up, like, you know, really glamorously. The edits were trash. Like, oh, I, I, looking back, right? Like, I'm just, I, I almost want to, I, I think I want to start something where, you know, shooters, we go back to our old pictures or like the oldest like shoot we did your and re-edit your first shoot. Re-edit your first shoot and see where you, how far you've come, you know? Mm. That's something I, I think I want to, we could even do something like that. That'd be kind of cool. That'd I don't be, know. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So that, that inspired me. So it's good. It's, it's, it makes me happy to see her being a full-time model and living off of her art and me too. So this was, it seems like a very important event in oh, your career, huge. though. Oh, uh, it was everything. It was like the validation of like, whoa, like this isn't an event. This is like something that's actually a gig that I enjoy. Like my man. A more put together thing. My this man. isn't just. And I didn't, it was, it was, uh, it was my first collaboration. You know how the ah, girls DM you now like, collab. hey, let's collabo. Let's shoot. So it wasn't paid, but I had my DSLR. I had bought a DSLR from a buddy of mine. <sighs> Shout out to Rajiv Wins, man. And I remember all these people because these these are moments that I want to be able to constantly tell accurately. Mm-hmm. Rajiv was, he was upgrading his camera equipment, sold me a Nikon. It was a random Nikon with a flash. Whoa, with a with, flash. With a the battery camera. grip on the, on the bottom Whoa. for 300 bucks with a lens, with two lenses. Damn. And that started me off, 300 Damn. bucks. That's, I flipped that, then got a Canon 7D. Then I got a 6D. Then I got a Mark III. Now I'm shooting with a Mark IV. That's my camera history. Oh, man. So shout out to Rajiv for starting me off with that Nikon. Switched from Team Nikon really quickly. So if you're Team Canon out there, Canon, we need that Canon sponsorship, uh, Bruce Allen. So you, you still love Canon? <laughs> oh, all day. And it, when it comes to these cameras, bro, you know, a lot of people shoot, are switching to Sony. They're all tools. No, shoot I, with whatever I, you want. I think all tools. Sony sucks. I'm really impressed with Fujifilm. My man, bro, I'm I'm not gonna lie, dude. If I had the cash flow, I would buy a whole Fuji film system, and I'd probably switch. My buddy of mine shoots with a, a Fuji that's almost like a medium format Fuji mm-hmm. digital. It's so bomb, dude. I love the design and the digital viewfinder. Like, it doesn't make sense that Canon can't innovate enough. They like, are fast enough, fast enough. I think they can. They just keep us. It's a money game, right? Mm-hmm. So why come out with a six? A, a Canon 60 that does one thing, wait two or three years, and then add a couple things and make it a Mark II on stuff that you could have added, you know, on something else. So it's it's taking away features, adding features. It's all a money game. Yeah, if if yeah, I would I would probably switch that. It's the the Fujifilm XT3. Oh, oh yeah, XT3. It is so nice, nice, nice. Oh God. But we got to get there. Look, 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 Bruce. See, this is and this is the stuff we got to start thinking about as artists, right? If you're talented enough, if you're good enough, which I think you are. There are a lot of things we do not have to pay for. We shouldn't have to pay for, right? Like cameras? Cameras, yes. Please, please, people are blessing, please, please enlighten people, me how, how I can get blessed. People with, with are getting Fuji blessed film. every day. People are getting blessed every day. You just have to meet the right person. You know, I got a guy who, uh, who loves Leica. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he invested in a Leica. He likes He shoots Leica, cameras, but then he started shooting cameras. only Leica and started communicating with Leica. Mm-hmm. Now Leica sends him. Cameras and to like lenses. test out and stuff like that. Yeah, but he then went, some he went stuff to, to keep the top. Too. Jesus, <laughs> but right. So it's all about exposure, like c- contacting the right person. Mm. That's all it so is. Did you get man. your Canon for free? Chill, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't but know but but about. I definitely didn't pay full price. I got it for dumb cheap. Yeah, really through, through a connect. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure, dude. Look, don't pay full price for anything. Anyone out there, please. There's definitely means for you to not. Get stuff, but we're not all hustlers, Dio. We're not. Yeah. We're not all Dio, born. Bruce. Di- I'm sorry, Dio. it's okay, man. We're not getting we, used to it. We are not all born hustlers like you, man. I don't. Then go ahead and pay. 
or, or meet or meet a hustler and have a sit down and figure out how you can get this money together. Yeah, right. A hey, Fuji film. Where you at, bro? Fuji, Fuji. <laughs> no, so so going back to the uh, your your buddy Reggie, I think he said his name was which one? The one who gave you that camera? Oh, Reggie, Reggie, three hundred. I paid three hundred. He didn't give it to me. Wow. <laughs> so you're in college. Boom. Graduate yeah. college. So yeah. you went to your your field, I guess. <laughs> no, man. I, I I had always shot on the side. Shot on the side, fun. Um, after college is when money started coming in, like significant part-time money alongside. I've worked in higher education my whole life, mm-hmm. but the part-time money was really good. And you just really start, when you start editing pictures at work <laughs> rather than do, or you're, you're finishing your tasks so you can- um, Planning so you your can shoots. Get to, exactly. And you're getting contact and you're more interested in that. That's when it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of y'all out there who are sitting at your job, You've done what you needed to do, and now you're editing pics. Listen, man, you might want to think twice. But like we talked a little bit earlier, it's not for everybody. It's not for everyone. And if you're a hobbyist, be a hobbyist. Don't feel the pressure to go. You, full- you can be an extremely talented hobbyist. There you go. You can you could shoot editorials for anyone in the world if you want to be a hobbyist. That's cool. If you like your job, it's fine. There you go. Not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. Mm, not everybody should. <laughs> You will crash. You you either shine like a shine bright like a diamond. Shout out to Rihanna, or you'll crash and burn, <laughs> crash and burn, and you don't want to do that. I mean, it's those are the guys selling their their equipment on Craigslist. <laughs> like I got to get rid of this shit. I got some shit to pay. I mean, it's 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 a crazy hustle because you have to live with uncertainty. You have to embrace uncertainty. You have to embrace like fear and everything. And especially for you, you know, you seem to have a family. Everything. Mm, yes. I, I think I saw you have kids. Yeah, man. That's that's, that's got to be a whole other level. Of that's just a level like, of pressure. It's, yeah. a, it's a level of pressure. So you know, if you're if you're dicking around at home and you you know you're just watching TV, having a laugh, you can be doing that. I might be at home feeding one kid and editing some uh, engagement pictures at nine at night or two in the morning. Like, so that's that's the type of stuff it takes Bro, to really survive in this. When you're in this game, it's like when someone asks you, oh, yeah, have you seen that show? You're like, no, dude. Like, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have time to see the show. You're like, I, I don't want to see the right, show. Like, right. like, when's the last time you just sat and watched something? Like, on your couch. Like, you sat on your couch and you just, like, did nothing and just oh, watched nah. it. Oh, nah. Exactly, dude. No, no, no. Not did nothing. If I'm watching something, the laptop is always but there. Tell me more about this balance. Because, I mean, in, in this whole thing, this is, this is crazy because, yeah, I mean, the yeah. fam. Every, yeah. I mean. The balance is tough. So what's really cool is... Um, community i talk about this mm. with my buddies all the time shout out to brian summers shout out to i am james anthony uh we have a podcast called shooting with shooters i saw you had a podcast so you know and what we really just talk about is our experience as professional photographers mm-hmm. um brian and i both have children uh who were born the same day actually whoa yeah yeah shout out to july 22nd what's up savvy you know so we have that community of people you know people around me who are doing their thing are killing it but we're all dealing with the same things. My boy Taman just had a baby. My boy Gary just had a uh, a daughter. You know what I mean? My boy Travel has a baby on the way. So these are all creatives I know. We almost call we call the, our kids the creative babies because their fathers are out here just trying to get this thing and make a difference and make a change while these kids are going to grow up like, maybe I can be a shooter. Maybe I can be a, an artist. You know, those are things. I don't know if you were pushed to the arts when you were younger. Oh, wow, Bruce, he's really good at drawing uh, inside the lines. Maybe we should uh, uh, focus on his art. Aspect. Oh, hell no. No one, in my fa- no one in my family was creative. It was like you're going to college. And, you and, and, and my dad was like, I want you to join the military. I was like, fuck the military. 
I'm going right. to college, but I don't know about you. How about you? Were you? I was always family? I was always pushed towards the sciences. Mm. You know? Oh yeah, like, my grandfather's was a, a a doctor. But you come from an immigrant family, am I wrong? Yeah, 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 that, for sure. That's so strong in, yeah. in, in those cultures. You come to America, you, you need you, your kids to have something safe and secure, something secure to survive and be it happy. Makes sense why why, so, why why immigrant families think like that? It's completely justified. Yeah, yeah. But it's just so hard. Two thousand. It's two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. There are a million ways to make it. You know, there was this show that, um, what's that show on HBO with Kid Cudi? It was like, uh, I need a dollar. It was it had, the theme song was I need a dollar. It was he how probably, to make it in America or he something. He probably does need a dollar. I don't, <laughs> the theme song was I need a dollar by Aloe Black. Anyway, there's a million ways to make it in America. That's why it's the land of opportunity. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally called How to Make It in America. There you go. That's how to Make it in America. I saw that. There it was, you it was go. a good series, actually. I can't believe it got, it got canceled. It was actually yeah, really good. Yeah. Well, we and you like, not everybody might like. Uh, true, true. Yeah. Oops. I got ultimate taste. What you talking about? Yeah, good taste, Bruce. <laughs> no, but um, wow. Uh, so, do you think you're gonna encourage your kids to be? I'm a, I'm gonna be more open than my parents were. Yeah. Um, I think. You think college would be dead by the time they're old enough to go? Oh, ooh, college. So here's the thing about college, right? I'm glad I went to school. Even looking back at it, really? Yeah, like looking back at it as somebody who, um, am I using my degree right now? Yeah, my degree was psychology. My master's degree was organizational leadership with an emphasis in management. I can see it. So these skill sets that I've developed, as well as the skill set of being a college student around random peace people from all over the country. And the work ethic you probably learned. There from you go. So for anything, not only a degree, it's that experience. Mm-hmm. You learn how to grow and be around people who aren't like you, you know what I mean, and adjust. So it's that experience. So I would definitely encourage college. But then if you want to... Go if you if you find a way that reasonably allows you to survive and provide for you and your family in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna encourage my boys to do any of that. Yeah, I I agree with that I don't have kids, but I'd be like, I support you. There you go. You want to do that? All right. There you go. Yeah, it's all, all right. about the support, man. It's all about the support, you know. And, and, and even at the level we're at now, I mean, we just talked about it. You know, go ahead and uh, boost me up. It makes me want to do more. When you when you look at your level photographer, do you think you've hit your ceiling or, no, or, or, or where do no, you not at all man and that's why and that's one thing i like you know with being with friends of mine well it's, i say it's I say, a constant it's the constant push it's well, the constant challenge. i say that because in dc i feel like there is this weird ceiling that i'm gonna reach oh but I, I think you're bruce. I, I think i think you're ahead of me in career-wise so if you say that then it gives me hope bruce so what so you say as far as dc so what you're ready to move no, I don't want to move. No, I'm uh, just saying like, okay, like maybe cool. there's like some weird point where it's like, oh, it makes sense to move somewhere else nah. or like, or there's just not enough opportunity. Bruce, don't go anywhere. DC is, is blooming and booming. DC. I feel that too. It's, it's the, ne- it's, it's the next, it's the next, it's the next anything. It's, it's, it's always been here, but it's the next anything. Mm. There are people in the middle of the country. There's people in the South. There's people in the West. There's people all over the world that are trying to get to DC right now. Why? Because it is the, it's the capital of America. True. It's the capital. It's the, True. it's the nation's capital, man. When you think of DC, you think of America. We don't appreciate it as much because you grew up in Virginia. We grew up in the DMV it's, area. It's normal to us. Yeah, it's normal. But I left. Mm. I left to Omaha. I went to, I was in Omaha for eight years. And oh. being in Omaha, I was talking to people, friends of mine in college, like, as soon as I graduate, man, I gotta get to DC. I gotta get to the East Coast. I'd be like, hey, I was just there. I left. Brought my ass right back, Bruce. Yeah, right back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think anyone wants to stay in Nebraska, to be completely yeah. honest with you. But like <laughs> shout out to Nebraska. I don't I don't even know where the hell Nebraska is on the map, yeah. but uh they called it a flyover state. Yeah, but I mean 
Welcome back. Yeah. But one thing, Bruce, you know, you you said something about DC and, and your ceiling. No, what the only thing that changes is where your opportunity is. You can mm. go make money anywhere. That's true. You I'm can, finding you out that a lot of money I'm making now is in New York. I see. Yeah, I see. You. But I don't You're have to live. A lot there, of time but I don't New have York. to live there. That's true. You know, take it's a quick train trip. Why New York? Or it's a bus. Oh, because it's New York and L.A. Those All are the our agencies cities. and stuff. Yeah, agencies. You know, these big organizations, these people that write checks without blinking. They're in New York and L.A. Mm. Write checks without blinking. What's your rate? How many times have you had to negotiate your rate? I literally just negotiated hundred dollars off Come, my bench shoot. What? I know. What? I know. See, that's annoying. That's like I had to do it though. And they know because you you wanted that bread. There you that's, go. But. You know, you get to the point where it's like, I'm not negotiating shit. This is what I, this is what you got to give me. And you got to be able to walk away. Mm-hmm. So you get to the point where you're able to walk away and that's a dope feeling. It's like, oh yeah, man, I, I got somebody you can work with. They probably won't work with me, but I got somebody for you. I'll recommend somebody for and, you. And there's a lot of power in that is walking away from a client. Oh yeah. Then they realize, okay, for next time. You know, I love the emails that go, um, you know, you'll send your raid, they'll send you email back. Oh, it's not right in the budget right now, but we'll considerate you uh for future stuff. I'm like, cool. Yeah, whatever. Like, you like, doubt it, but yes, I try I I cool. That's I believe it. in you. Yeah. So New York, huh? You're not living there. It's cool. No, 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 no. And you're you know, this, you give, this ceiling you, you thing. You give me hope. You give a lot of people yeah. hope by saying so that. So this ceiling thing, bro, we're always learning. Uh, there's people out there who I feel are more talented than me. Sorry, brother. You just tip, tip it up. Yeah, you're good. good. There's people out there who I feel are more <laughs> that are as talented to me or have more more of a skill set mm-hmm. um, in certain areas. I think as far as this game, you have to be very confident. And when you shoot, you have to think you're the best. Facts. You probably think you're the I, best I too, right? I feel like I'm a rapper in, in, a, as a, in a photographer. Oh, body. yeah. Like, I, I legit think I'm one of the best photographers in D.C. How, Dude, what, do you, what else are you supposed to say? Mm-hmm. I'm all right. I hate when I meet people and they're like, oh, you know, I got this little T3i. I'm just starting. I'm just trying to figure it out. No. Is that a way to start? You got to be like, I got this three T3i and I'm killing it. Dude, you know what I did when I was working uh, before I went pro? I had a Rebel T5i and I taped up all the branding on it. So no one knew, what I, I knew what you were shooting. So no, no one a little bro me the whole time. Well, I hate, I hate gear gear conversations anyway. It doesn't matter. The first thing someone asks you, yo, what you, what you shoot with, man? I don't know. Does it matter? <laughs> Look at the work. <laughs> That's it. So, you know, I'm always constantly learning. Um, I got friends. We always sharpen iron sharp, sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. So as you, as you, you know, as I grow, as we grow, associate, associate yourself with people who are at the level you are or where you want to be. Mm. And if somebody reaches out to you like, yo, I'm trying to assist. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to, if you're serious, you cons- consistently bug that person. I take people on all the time because oh, really? I think the knowledge is free. I don't give it. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. Do you want to learn how? You want to learn how I got this shot? Cool. I'm gonna teach you. Yeah, it doesn't if matter. If you're serious, it, it doesn't matter if someone knows exactly how you got the shot because they're not. I'll never you. get the same picture. Mm-hmm. There you go. So yeah, man. Yeah, that's something. That's something that I think personally I have learned. It's like I need to keep surrounding myself with people who are just as ambitious. There you go. Which, which is hard. That's a hard thing to do when you're trying to go full time into anything is find, being around the right people who are more encouraging. Mm. You can't be chilling with the hometowners. Nah, and, man. And, and, trying, and trying to do something new. Nah, nah, nah. They're going to be like, oh. It, it, the biggest thing is support, man. Mm. It's, it's, do, do, you feel, do you feel like you're getting the support? Oh, I, don't need, I don't need anyone's support. Mm. I mean, I, I've, I've been lone wolf at this for a long time. I appreciate people's support and I love it. I, I, I'm grateful as fuck, but. I don't need anyone's support to validate what I'm there you doing personally. Go. There you go. You know, it's there like I love and I appreciate it, but like I don't give a shit. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Whatever. 
come to my show, don't come to my show. My show gonna be there. Somebody's gonna be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah. I'm with so that. what realms do you normally operate in for photography? Like, what's your favorite to operate? Not like I'm sure, like you said, you do events whenever you have to. But what's your man, Bruce? I love. To, I just love capturing people. Mm-hmm. I love taking pictures of people. Um, portraits, portraits in places. I, portraits I love traveling. Um, I love, I love taking one idea and expanding on it. Um, I have a portrait series I'm working on right now. I'm excited about. Can we get any insight? Yeah, of course. Uh, one thing I'm really, one thing I'm really interested in right now is I always tell people, if you're an artist and you're a full-timer and you're out here getting these corporate checks or these bigger checks, make sure you have a, uh, uh, a personal project as well. Otherwise you're going to just basically, who wants to only pick up their camera when they're getting checks? Now, granted, I will only pick up my camera for a certain amount of money. <laughs> I'm only going to, there's a certain amount of money that's going to make me leave the house and, and shoot. But if it's my thing, if it's personal, it's a personal project that I have, then you're invested in it. Mm-hmm. And it's you creating. Like, you just showed me some of your work out there in the hallway. Dope. And that's stuff that you wanted to do. Yeah, that's all, that's all personal projects. It's personal, and it's dope. You know what I mean? It's like. I think as craves, you need that to kind of keep you going, to there kind of go. keep the fuel, keep the battery charged. Yeah. So I have a project I'm working on called Moon Melanin. Um, I'm going to release it soon. I just found out there's going to be an eclipse of the moon. So I might do it on July. I think that's July 20th or the 17th. Um, nice. I think that's when I might release it. You can do it. like an exhibition or what are you going to do? Uh, I got a show. It will definitely do a show, man. Um, maybe in my studio space. Yeah, got have some an event, man. Yeah, I want yeah. some free drinks. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come get some moon juice. <laughs> some moonshine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Moonshine. Some moonshine. That'll be the official drink. Moonshine punch. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just really, um, I'm really big on tones, contrast. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the way i think humans aren't so different from each other um but i love the way our skin tones all look in the moonlight um, interesting yeah it's shout kinda, out to the movie hot. moonlight yeah so I, I've, I've created some things off this project that i'm really excited so about are you taking pictures at night i assume off of just uh, moonlight interesting like a long exposure sort of interesting You'll see. Yeah, you don't want to tell me. I, Bruce, I'm, I'm, Bruce I'm trying to get the whole... Uh, no, no, because no, now I'm... The exclusive, now, the exclusive now, Bruce. The juice. <laughs> now, yeah. now I'm thinking about like the concept. Like, that, that's really cool. That's really yeah, cool. it's coming soon. I'll do, definitely have you in the mix. That's something that... I, dude, I'd love to be a part, man. Dude, yeah. please, please do like an exhibition event, even if it's for like one day, man, because mm. we need more stuff like that. Like, I agree. I personally love doing them for myself. Mm. And uh, that's something that I'm working on this year. Is I've kind of refined it to where it doesn't cost me as much. So as okay. long as I can get a space, I could do more of them and have more events because I feel like that's kind of the thing that creates a better artistic cultural climate in DC. Okay, like, especially in photographers. Like I agree. You do that, you have an event. Boom, that's so cool. You might have inspired someone. I agree. Helps you out. You might get a client. You might make some art sales. I agree. And it's just fun. Big shout out to my brother once again, Brian Summers, who's definitely encouraged me to print my work more as well as create with a purpose. Right. So like when you do a series, when you do a show, have a purpose behind it. And once you have that, you never know where it can go. I mean, my buddy, he, he did a series called, um, the, we love you project Mm -hmm. where he took, uh, hundreds of portraits of black men in various cities. And, you know, just, it was a time when the climate of, uh, people, you know, people were getting shot and killed black men and his thing was t- to not allow media to uh, create their own 
idea of of what somebody looks like and and someone's thoughts of them it's basically just like this is just how i look i'm i'm a regular guy like were they like, like smiling pictures or were they just like some people were smiling some people were it's whatever they wanted to ah, do okay. but it's um, hundreds of portraits in various cities so he took that project it was on the side of the union market building for uh various portraits Whoa. yeah for a couple couple of months that's cool they flew him out google flew him out to take Jesus. pictures uh over at google headquarters what? and this is just by creating a personal project Honestly, he also spoke at huge in DC, huge creative marketing agency at DC. I find that the biggest projects I've gotten come from stem from a personal creative project I did. Ah, have you found Bruce, that out? We're giving the gems, Bruce. It's Those okay. are the gems. We man. gotta give them no, away. No, that's good. Give away the gems. So don't just say, "Oh man, I got this idea. I'm just gonna drip these girls in gold. I want to have like ten girls in gold." You know what is oh, that? What does God. it mean? What does that mean? Like, what is it's the just, purpose behind it's that? It's called being a pervert. That's what that means. <laughs> what can I do to get these girls naked? And as a, we know, there's a lot of shooters out there. I'm not mad at them because I know that some people's um, creative field or what, mm-hmm. what they know to be photography for them is one element. So it, it's a lot of people just trying to stay in their lane. I stay in my lane. I like what I shoot, but I also try to step outside the box. So, so uh, AKA, have you shot erotica or anything? I have not. Same. I'm kind of nervous about it. Yeah, I have not. I have because it hasn't been an interest. I get those emails all the time. Really? And I'm like, you've you found me. You want me to do this, but you, you've never seen no. You haven't seen any evidence of me doing this. So it's kind of interesting. So I, I might take on a couple of those more this year. It all depends. All depends on the price. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll shoot anyone naked for the right price. Right. Right. Look. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of times in photography. If you're talented, uh, people assume you. If you need water, I think too. I got water. If you need some. Yeah, sorry, man. I got this. It's freezing in DC, man. It's thirty degrees. Out yeah, just let me know. Um, I if if you're like, if your work just good, people assume you can do other things. Mm. I've noticed. That. I mean, you, even just through emails, they see your work. Oh, he could probably shoot naked women. Well, he could probably do this. Well, here's what upsets me the most. Right, is when someone uh, provides a request for a, a shoot, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Can you shoot this?" Like this guy, oh. or they send examples of what so what somebody what somebody else shot, and like do it just like this. I'm like, yo, go hire that man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you wanted. Go hire that. They, guy. they probably tried. The rates were too high. There it is. So you got to be careful, man. It's 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 really interesting. It, you know, people will you, they'll say they love your work. They'll say they want to work with you, but they might get your rates and just find the next guy, and they're showing them your work, saying, "Can you shoot this like this?" Facts. So it's it's who's genuine, who's real, who really rocks with you, and if you really rock with somebody, you're gonna shoot with, you're gonna work with them, mm-hmm. and it'll work. It'll, yeah, it'll they, work. they won't blink at your your price or whatever it, it is because they want to work with you. So you run a studio also, you yeah, got, so, so you. you. Have a studio, so I saw you've been posting about it. I don't meet many other photographers with spaces. Man, you know Tell we're trying. This. We're trying. Shout out to my business partner Hytham World Traveling Q on Instagram. Um, I met my friend back in 2009 in Minnesota. Uh, no, no, South Dakota. At a step show. He went to the University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I was at Creighton. Uh, we're both part of uh, Black Greek organizations. And cool. we were at a step show where we met. And we just were cool then. Since the uh, rising of the gram, I found out that he took on photography. And me oh, as well. So word. we've been in communications. He moved to D.C. We got into some talks. And we realized that there's something special about having a physical location. It's, you know that. You know that. You're changes, here. I'm in your space. It changes the game. It changes the game. Have a place. Yo, he's going to be here. Um, here's a place we can shoot. There's a lot of studios in the DMV, but I think um, there's a lot of, there's an emphasis on, okay, here are your hours. 
hurry up and pack up, get out of here. We got somebody else coming here the it's next not, time. It's, it's not friendly, dude. It's and, not and you personal. Pay someone else. There you go, and it's not. It's not really real. So, um, shout out to the Capital City Collective. Um, that's what we're branded as, and we're at Fifty Two O Street Studios. Uh, we have a studio space, and it's very focused on community. We don't really have we don't have hourly rates like that. We want to know what mm. your project is, and you know, based on that, yeah, I'm so curious because we'll give you three, space four. Is, is beautiful. Thanks, man. It's like tall ceilings, hardwood yeah, floors. We need you in there, man. Three, four, five hours, whatever you need. I mean, we just got to figure out something that works for everybody. But do you own the building? Chill, bro. No, I'm not there yet. Do you own like the space? Not there yet. Not there yet. We have a great relationship with the build with the guy who owns the building. And we worked out something well okay. for us. Um, uh, okay. So much so that we took on another space in the building nice. to expand our business for uh, 2019. Uh, so I see. So you kind of do it under your collective, and then you rent it out to other people. There you go, I my guy. You there slick. you got. There you go. And you know, we have a we have a couple plans for some other stuff. I think the biggest thing, as you as you, and the reason why we all create brands and have these brands and identities is a, is so that you can make monetary you can gain monetary um gain money off of your your, who you are you're making smart business moves that's it man so got more things coming we Mm -hmm. definitely have an event space i heard you talking about some stuff for you you might need for you know events events are everything i just need to host you over there and come by i'm usually at the studio i work out of the studio as well Mm -hmm. um just when i'm editing and i need to get away you know yeah or if i really need to get away i'm gonna go to a coffee shop when you have a home let me know yeah of course of course yeah no the studio creates like an unfair advantage over those photographers who just shoot naturally because it's like, how are you going to run a business like that? Here, meet me in this parking lot. We're going to do makeup in the bathroom. You can get changed in the bathroom. It's like, mm, yo, good luck. So, Bruce, so, Bruce, that was me, right? Natural light because I didn't have do. a studio. And I'm telling makeup artists, yo, you, you got to do this makeup before you get there. Or we can do it at my house and then go shoot somewhere. It's really like, if you know, as you become a professional, you need to do professional things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to bet on yourself, like I said again. So, you know, the opportunity came up. We looked into it. looked like a good thing. And now things are moving very smoothly. I mean, it's only been three, four months now. But 2019 is really looking up, and we're excited. You do a lot. You're you a pretty multidimensional photographer. Oh, you're, you're, bro. You got the podcast. Podcast, you're, studio, you know, uh, editorial like the, work, personal yeah, projects. That's the wave for a photographer. It's not I'm just, in. I do events, and that's it. Run no, back to my house. It's like, no. you're here trying to make some change. You got to do a lot, mm-hmm. and I want to do more, um, as long as it makes sense. Yeah, uh, business. Course, <laughs> actually, yeah. Bruce, man, I'm to the point where I think I, I think I need an assistant right now. Nice. You know, well, don't look I, at me I, like that. I don't want to. No, no, I can't. I wouldn't disrespect you like that. <laughs> now, would I ask you to an assist on something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd probably, uh, you know, I, you know, and it's funny. Uh, I got a buddy. Shout out to my boy, Reggie Green, who just moved to L.A. Reggie, come home. D.C. still waiting for you. You know, some people go is, to L.A., is, is some people go to New it? York. Is he regretting it yet? Um, I don't know yet. I got to catch up with him. Nah. But, <laughs> but, you know, it, he, he said, Dio, I need you, you know, to assist me on this shoot. I don't know if I don't know if that's beneath you or not. I said, Reggie, you're my homie, man. Yeah. And I'm always willing to get my uh, my hands dirty. And I'm willing to hold a reflector or give some suggestions. So it's teamwork. Like, I don't never never feel too proud to to not. I went, I'm not going to hold your reflector, bro. To learn. Yeah. So, I, you know, I've assisted, too. I don't care. Like, no, there's nothing wrong with that. If yeah. anything, it's how you learned. I would love to see all the photographers But I need work. an assistant because. To what? Check your emails? Do all bro, that stuff? Because, you know, it. You wanna you wanna make sure that your quality of service is consistent, and if you're shooting so much to the point that you're missing out on um, communicating with somebody, and you know things are moving so fast that you want to make sure that your quality of service is still on point, 
then you have to get someone to dude, do you're that. operating at a whole other level than i'm operating business wise that's so cool <laughs> i mean respect dude i, yeah, I can honestly yeah, say that because yeah. like i get emails i get business I'm, I'm doing pretty good but you're at a level where it's like you need assistance to do this other shit right you. man like, you yeah. probably do twice your business because of that there you go you invest in someone and do twice your business well you know what i did bruce uh, it was a year or so ago uh, i i was i started getting really overwhelmed mm-hmm. and um actually this is two years ago and I started missing opportunities because of not getting back to people or, or delaying and getting back to people mm-hmm. because I didn't really look at it as a priority or just my, my way I was thinking at the time. At the end of the year, this is 2017 or 16, I, I started looking at opportunities I didn't take or some that I missed. And the amount, the money that it was, was like kind of ridiculous. So I made a promise to myself to really hone in on the, on the business of business, Right. And everything has changed since then. So when people, how did you get better at it? Um, I I just decided. I made a conscious effort. I said that uh, I'm not going to delay on anything. Mm. The minute you delay, the minute it forgets, it leaves your brain. Focus on something else. Um, We have phones right now, (laughs) smartphones. They're smart for a reason. If somebody's emailing me saying, yo, we got this opportunity, blah, 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 I can check it, put it down, and go back to what I'm doing. Or I can stay on my phone and say, boom, right there. I can email right back on my Dude, phone. that is something that I've, like a year ago, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do things as soon as they happen. There you go. You get better at life and people. It's like getting better at back to people. It's it's so nice. There you go. Good. You feel more on top of it. There you go. Be on more on top of it That's if you really you, want good it. Good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. But I need an assistant, so. We'll see what that looks like. Have you thought about uh, pawning off the editing duty? No. Ooh, interesting. Whoa. No. That's, so how do you feel about that? Oh, psh, I mean, I would do it if I could afford it, if I had the work too. Mm. Because honestly, um, I think editing to a level is, is only just bonus. The shot is everything. You could still tell someone or just do, do one baseline and be, okay, do something similar to this and make it look good. Um, but I think if you get to a certain point, photography level you almost need an editor as much mm. as you need an assistant because think about it, if you're doing i don't know if you're shooting every day every day you're mm-hmm. shooting an editorial portrait shoots all this stuff where are you gonna find time sure to do all this skin retouching the color grading uploading it to the thing so they can get it in in a weird in a weird way it's like if you find someone that aligns with your vision who you kind of showed how you like to do things your color grading and of course you go back and forth and you collaborate with i think it makes a lot of sense to find someone to edit your stuff you could you could be more efficient so let me ask you so when 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 that happens how much so i talk about this all the time with my Mm -hmm. friends because i got some buddies that definitely have a on a a retoucher always ready to go sometimes they might just take the shoot hand somebody the card they handle the rest of the business oh wow like they just show up and shoot that's a great thing but you know the balance is how much do of yourself do you lose your personal touch true in the images like people might hire you because they know Bruce Allen. They know Bruce Allen's shots look just like this. Mm-hmm. They know your work. Like they can tell, you know, do you, can you train somebody well enough to mimic what you got going on mm-hmm. edit wise? Right. Um, I don't know. It's all about your brand. And if you can, that works. Will you enjoy editing then? No. Bruce, well, why, you, why are you holding so close to your enjoys, heart then? Who enjoys editing? I don't know. I guess it's like, it's been part of my process. Sure. And I think we all have processes when we shoot. Boom, shoot, upload. God, like you said, great. Retouch, go into Photoshop, frequency separation. Do you, you know, it's so many things you can do. So it's become part of the process. But I don't know. That's something that's hard to, hard to let go. I, but you're right. But control, you're right. My man. As you get bigger, you know, it's definitely some things you have to start to let go of mm-hmm. and be okay with that. 
I mean, I, I think it's like, okay, the colors might not be perfect, might not be the exact vintage filter I want, but I think it's like you develop the system. Like, I'd probably be like, I'd probably edit one, but okay, do the rest like this. <laughs> and, and, and send them the Photoshop document so they could just mimic it and there do the freaky separation, move the pimples and all that stuff. There you go. It just, it just seems smart, but I'm not there yet. Mm. So I got to do it. I hate doing it. You know, I hate editing these YouTube videos, but I got to do it. And that's, and that's the sauce that I guess is going to get you to where you go. Mm. But I mean, I get what you're saying. It's like, that's the finishing, you know, uh, art hype touch. There you go. Bruce Allen touch. We always say, we always say it's the sauce. Yeah. That's, that's the sauce. So, on the so, end. so we'll, we'll shoot. I'm like, I'll get it to you. Let me add my sauce on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody has different sauce. Everyone has different condiments. Sauce. And you some people put mean? way too much frequency. Separation whoa, whoa, sauce. whoa, 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 whoa. You're right. You're right, man. You know, so it's interesting. Some people think that what, what some people think is beautiful. Like, oh my gosh, look at her skin. It's perfect. Another photographer from I say, damn, they look like wax. They don't look real. It doesn't look authentic. So it's all about personal preference. Cause you might have, a, you know, I have a buddy whose clients love to look perfect. That's the standard. They want to look perfect in their pictures. And I'm not about looking perfect. I'm about looking real human, mm-hmm. but we're improving on your exactly. On some things that you may like, plastic, you know, just, 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 just tune it up a little bit. There you go. Okay. So we have the same mindset when it comes to that. I I don't, I don't go too crazy either. I'm not over here zooming so far, removing every little freaking blemish. Come on. One, I don't have time for that. And two, Two, that's not you. I think it starts to cross the line of where, are you a photographer? Are you, are you a retoucher? Or are you a Photoshopper? Mm. It's like, because I've seen some photos. I'm like, if you didn't Photoshop this to death, this wouldn't be a good photo. Dang. I'm sure you've seen it, like the tones or something. And you're like, you're like, this is not a good photo, but because you did all this extra sauce, now it's good. And maybe there's an art form in that, but it's like, well, maybe you're just a a retoucher. Mm, You know what I'm saying? What do you want to be? You know, (laughs) because I'm sure the photo, if you were to show someone with no editing or even just like contrast up, they'd be like, yo, it's a dope photo. So, you know, it's funny. As you mentioned, you know, the different levels, you're not only a photographer, you're a creative director. Mm -hmm. Me too. Because I've seen the concepts behind your shoots Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you came up with it, right? Yeah, or with or you've collaborated with someone mentally. So that's a skill set in itself. Mm-hmm. And I would love to be as somebody that works with somebody and says, this is the idea. Somebody like that might be way, way in the future. You need ideas? I got them. I need a guy to shoot this. I need you here. Boom, boom. It's a lot of directing and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And it's still yours. But I like shooting. I, I don't know if I could let go of the whole shooting, shooting process. I, I love so like you, like we're extroverts, so I love that whole process of being on set, being in control, like running everything. Yeah. But I love the idea of an idea going somewhere else because mm. an idea it's like when you have a whole set of people, you can do exactly what you want, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Or, you know, sometimes someone says, how about this? And you go, yeah, yeah. let's try it. Yeah, let's and try it, it. And it's dope. I love, uh, just yesterday, a buddy of mine, I was shooting this girl, Erin McKell. Shout out to Erin. Just met her yesterday. She was really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, my buddy of mine that was assisting in the studio. Shout out to at Mike Ants. I always shout people out because... It's like, say their name. Dude, you're doing all these shout outs. I, I am not putting that on the screen. Yeah, oh, it's all love. No, you don't have words. to. You don't have to. But I'm, I'm a big believer in giving the credit where credit's due. For right. Sure. And I, I think that, that comes from being a photographer. And sometimes you'll see your stuff somewhere and be like, damn, no one, I, no one gave me credit. Credit is so big for us. Mm-hmm. It's like, I took the time to create that and do that. How come I haven't been acknowledged? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's the acknowledgement piece. Um, but shout out to Mike Ant. I was shooting and he was like, yo, bro, try this. I, it's your shoot. I don't want to interrupt. I said, man, tell me your idea. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, yeah. boom. Told me his idea. I loved it. 
Why not? I loved it, man. So I'm not somebody who's too prideful to say, stay in your lane, just hold this. No, I think if you have people on set, you trust them enough to that's let you know. True. That's yeah, very true. That's how you expand. That's that person. That's how you grow. That's mm-hmm. how you grow. That's why I'm big on community. Got to get you into the community, Bruce. The community. Mm-hmm. What is this community? Is this community the community? Is community is just... Commu- is it, go ahead. No, what are you going to say? Community is just a group of us that are really serious about this and there's no egos. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to build, everybody's trying to grow, and everybody's very honest. So mm. I mean, it's, it's not even like a real thing, like a like a club or something. But it's individuals that I know, and you, I'm, you like like I have my acts. own community. They have their own community. Our communities may may mm-hmm. touch. You know what I mean? So there's intersections. That'd be cool. I'd love to meet some other people who are uh, equally as driven. I don't meet many people like that. Oh, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. That would that would unmotivate me. Oh, like I said, I don't need you other know people. people. You said it. You people. said it. You said it. But uh, yeah, I just like be being cool. challenged. That'd I like be being cool. challenged, man. In I like what way? I like being. I mean, like being driven to do more. Hmm. Like, let's say I let's say I edit a picture. I'm in love with it. I think it's great. But then somebody may say, "Dang, you could have done that. You could have did this." I could say I have two options. Nah, that's not what I was going for. Oh, or damn, you're right. Hmm. Just the other day, I talked to a friend of mine. Shout out to See Through. And at see through, and we were just talking, and he, we were both editing. We it was like an editing powwow. We were all together just oh, editing pics. And I saw him doing something. I said, "Hey, bro, if you don't mind sharing, what like what is that process you're doing?" He showed me the process because he's not scared of, like it doesn't mean anything to yeah. show or help, you know. And in turn, I showed some things as well because you know, like I said, we all have our way of doing something, but sometimes you might want to. Step out of this box and do something different. So it's because of moments like that and not having egos that you're able to advance. Mm. You know, now I'm for 2019. I'm I'm bringing some. I'm just leveling up, and it's not going to stop. So, so you like the challenge of other people, Tony? That is a great question, my friend. Let me look around real quick. No, nah, no problem. I got my sleeve. All right, no worries. I'm sorry, bro. It's okay. Bruce said it was going to get hot in here. It's definitely getting hot. Just like, <laughs> just, just doing those. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just take it. I'll edit it out. I'll, okay. let, I'll let that whole process out. It's, it's, the best part is I'm not going live, so I can't edit stuff out. Ah, lit, uh, lit, lit, lit. I used to go live, but then now I'm like, eh. You want to you curate your. No, no. I actually, I, I don't like to edit interviews. Like, I'm probably uh, not going to edit this whole part out. I, uh, I don't I don't like to edit them because I want them to be authentic what they good, were. Good, good, good. And I feel like in some ways, in a journalistic way, it's almost lying sometimes when you edit out. But if, if for some reason I like, got what you, was that cut? Yeah. Well, what happened? Yeah. When they, I could tell there was a cut. What happened? Yeah. I mean, unless you said something like, yo, Bruce, I don't really want that on the record. Like, then then I'd be like, okay. then. We'll nah. Do I don't but, think I've ever said that in an interview. Damn. I'm like, look, I'm like looking around. <laughs> no, no. It's, I, I just took care of it, Bruce. Okay, cool. We're good. I took your suggestion. Right, I'm not editing that up either. <laughs> <laughs> nah, keep it in there. Keep it in there. <laughs> Dude, so I got, this is, I got to ask this question. Yeah. How the fuck did you shoot for Gucci? Oh, Gucci. Yo, that Gucci. is like a dream client of oh, mine. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like Why? A, Why do you like him so much? It's like the clout gods. Ah. It's the gods, oh, the clout. It's the, it's the gods of, of clout and everything vintage. Right. I mean, so, I'm in a vintage kick, so they're like the vintage gods. Right. So I shot with Gucci by shooting for Ralph Lauren. So <clears throat> really? I hate when I, I don't know why I do that sometimes, but because I shot for Purple Label, it's like I throw this accent on, on Ralph Lauren. I shot for Ralph, Ralph Lauren. Lauren. Oh, I didn't even catch it. Yeah, I know you didn't. I caught myself. 
because um, I shot for Ralph Lauren and it was purple label. We were shooting watches that cost $35,000. People don't even know about that purple label. Purple label is some other stuff. But it was from that relationship, from that shoot, that somebody was like, hey, we want to keep you around and use you for something else. So it was uh, somebody who was handling talent for Gucci and they said, we want to use the photographer that they used for this Ralph Lauren campaign. Mm. And that was me. So you shot watches for Ralph Lauren? And how'd you do it? How'd we do it in New York? Oh, how do you shoot the watches? No, no, no. no. I'm just curious, like, how you approach shooting watches for, like, Ralph Lauren Purple. Um, what do you mean? How do I approach it? Or like, how do yeah, I well, get it? Like, like when they, were they just like, yo, shoot these watches and you... No, 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 no. They put together... Um, it was a big influencer campaign. So they put together these, like, eight people from around the country, gave them all watches. They would, like, create this content. Like, it's really interesting, the branding of things now. These companies are hiring other people to... So, so imagine this. Imagine doing a full-scale campaign as a company or hiring a company yeah. to get other people to do it for you and posting the content. In yeah. the end, they just want the content. Yeah. So, you know, I, I shot with this agency that did the work for Ralph Lauren, and that same agency loved what I got for Ralph Lauren and had a relationship with Gucci, mm. and there were some new boots that, come, that were coming out, and I said, hey, let's Yeah, it was like a Gucci-Aldo collab, yeah. right? I saw that BTS. I was cool. So I said, let's do this, you know, and it was cool. It was cool. They definitely posted this stuff, which is, which is awesome. It's great seeing your work. <laughs> Posted and and like by other like big account stuff. It's it, know, it's it, feel, nice. it feels really good, man. It, it, it feels nice like yeah, it's like it's the validation. But you know, but as artists, you kind of need that. You need. Isn't it that why you put your work out into the world? Come on, man. You need that. The same Come reason on, why man. people hang yourself on the walls because they want you to see, and if they're hoping the right person sees it and pays their money or puts them on or something like that. Bruce, it's all about relationships. Is it? The relationship thing is 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 gold. And, on that. and don't. Don't go into something half-assed, especially when you know it's an opportunity that could change mm, your life. Mm. Yeah, levels, man. Take your time. If it's if it's somebody who needs this, who needs, uh, you've done a shoot for it, take your time, do it right, get it to them, be professional. You never know what's going to happen. Relationships. Any yeah. advice of how to be better at relationships? <laughs> <sighs> Don't care. Can, can you not teach? Can no, you not teach? Can you teach that? Um... You can't teach it. It's mm-hmm. through experience, but you have to take the step. Mm-hmm. The person has to take the step and say, you know what? Instead of sitting here in my bubble, um, looking on IG, there's an event. Oh, there's an event. You know what? I always, I never go to these things. Let me go out there. And when I go there, I'm not going to sit there by the bar and just drink and look. Talk I'm going to try to meet every single person. So do this. <laughs> go to an event. Boom. Talk to every single person in the room, even mm-hmm. if it's for five, even if it's for five minutes. Try to talk to everybody. Hey, what's up? Um, what's your name? Cool. My name is blah, blah, blah. I'm a photographer. I do this. Oh, lit. Boom. The conversation goes. Yeah. It all starts with, the, with, the, with asking the question. That's all it is. I, I agree with you. I, I think events are so important. And then so if, if important. the events aren't there, create your own. Create your own, man. DC, I was just so, this is interesting. I was talking to these guys last night. I was talking to an artist, a mural artist. And this guy is dope as hell. I, I don't remember his IG because I would love to shout him out because we're going to talk Friday. That's how quickly you got to move these days. I met him yesterday. Oh, I liked his vibe. I, I, said, I said, let's meet. I said, let's meet Friday. This guy had to leave the DMV to get big. And then he came back, wow. which sucks. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't want anybody to have to leave. A lot of people hate on that, too. We're leaving. A lot of people hate on that scenario. You're, you're here. You, you leave, you get big. 
and then like you just don't show love or you, you just come back and you're like on the ship. But anyways, yeah. that's if you saying. come if you come back, I'm not mad at you. But if you leave and you just forget where you were at, you know. But what's this, the real shame is that the person didn't get the love that they they should have got when they were here. So yeah. that's why he left. Yeah. So there's an artist, you know, he left. He's dope. He's big time right now. He came back, and I'm looking at this guy's work. He shoots. He he does. He does artists, you know, design work for Adidas, uh, Levi, That's, big companies, big talented. brands. And I never heard about this guy. So we're talking in the room. He's like, I never heard of you. And I'm like, I don't even know who you are. And we're both in the same city. He went to Oxen Hill High School. I went to Eleanor Roosevelt High School. Wow. We said, how come we don't know each other? And I'm like, you know what, man? We go to all these shows. We go to, we go to South by Southwest. You know, we go to New York Fashion Week. You know, DC has like I think it's Photo Week DC. I, I don't know, but we need our own. We need to we need to do our own thing here, man. Bro, I 100 percent agree with you. If there's people, there's a couple of out here who are doing our thing. We need to do our own thing here. And I hate when people come into the city, do something with the artistic community, and then leave. Leave. Come on. Like, like I don't. Not that I hate it, but the whole raw artist thing. Raw. Well, it pisses me <laughs> off because they come in, they charge these artists to be a part of this thing, and, and then, then they, they just bounce. leave. And I'm like, thanks for contributing nothing, nothing. to the culture. Yeah. I'm like. And as artists, I'm like, why don't we take this shit back and create our own events? Do something. I agree with you on that. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. That's something that um, that's something maybe we can talk about as well. Bro, I, I am all about events. That's hopefully something we can talk about because cool, cool. I've had some ideas. And, cool, um, cool, 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 cool. Stuff, but so you really think that's a big thing in DC? Oh uh, yeah. We we gotta we gotta stick together as artists. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to the people doing stuff like Blind Wino. Got my boy Ian Calendar over there. Yeah, that, that's awesome what they're doing over there. Ian Calendar over there. My guy Uncle Scooty. Shout out to Scooty doing a lot of stuff in DC. He uh, Diet Starts Monday. I don't know if you ever went. Uh, it was a pop up pop up I bar slash store off of uh, U Street, but they just closed their doors. They were around for like almost two years. So he did that there. Wait, Dice Our Money is still up. Yeah. No, no, no. They're closing the door soon. Maybe they, maybe. Are yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. I was just there the other weekend. Oh, really? But he still, has, there. he still has grilled cheese social. I don't know if you've ever been to grilled yeah. cheese. That's, that's a couple business. Of they don't all work Yeah. Out. So, you, you know, it, it's, it's, it's still dope stuff happening, but we got to, we need more and we need, we need, we need to elevate, elevate our champions. We have people who are really doing stuff on a big scale. Big scale. Like if I'm talking about homies of mine that are doing like doing work with Google, doing work with that's, YouTube. That's big moves. These are, those are, these are big. These are the biggest brands in the some of the biggest brands in the world. They are. Right. They are. So if we have those people and they're local, then we need to do we need to do something here. We don't always got to travel to like New you York mean like channeling that into some sort of uh, community in event or something like that. Yeah. Like, even to the point that we got people traveling here from New York and L.A. <sighs> yeah. Come Yo, what are you doing? I I need to go to they, DC they, here because they, they you know blah blah blah. They, blah, they is going laugh on. at us. They you know someone from New York probably would never come to DC for an event. They'd be, they'd laugh. Literally, I've had male fashion bloggers, just fashion bloggers, tell me like, oh, I'm from or, I'm from DC. They'll have to go sell someone in New York that like at Fashion Week and they just laugh at him like, ah ah, no way, scrub. Like I'm just like, Damn. dang, how do we how do you get people to recognize DC and for what it is? We gotta get we gotta get the right people together. And there's definitely keys. Mm -hmm. There's definitely certain people in every city that have the keys to not only the finances but to the marketing to you know they really understand how to make these things work the people who own these spaces who'd Come be like on, just, just yes please take it we're not going to charge you our entire full rate nah because they understand the opportunity for them in the future as well so it's it's about collaboration great buddy in my well you already know uh what is it steve jobs is this is steve jobs collaboration is the key to innovation He's a good friend of yours. <laughs> Here's the thing. We got to collaborate. We got to collaborate, get together. And we don't know what it looks like, but 
together we can do bigger things that help everybody. I agree. Yeah, 100%, so, man. Yeah, I think that's, that's, oh, that's everything. <laughs> you seem like you're dying over there because sciences are kicking dude, in. Dude, dude, I'm, I'm struggling, but it's worth it for, for the Bruce Allen show. Uh, don't worry, man. We're almost at the end here. I'm about to wrap this up soon. No worries. I know you got to uh, go shoot with your buddy. Shoot, what time is Oh, yeah. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me wait 10 minutes. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hitting something good here because I, I love talking about the idea of just like the creative scene in DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you seem to know a lot of the right people. But the people that I see who have done the best events are No Kings Collective. Oh, yeah, those are the homies, man. I think, I think they're, they... Did you go to their event over at the Horshorn? Uh, I missed out on the tickets, but they did an event that completely changed the game for me, and it was their Convergent event. Mm. It, they took over some space, and they had, like, a bunch of artists in there. Like, I thought they did it right. They had a bunch of artists in there, and I'm pretty sure they didn't charge them to be in there. Is they had each had, like, a little section of the gallery... Then it was free to get in, but they charged for drinks and they had like a food sponsor. And I was like, nice. I was like this. And they had a DJ, like a music thing too. And I was like, this is the slickest event that I've ever seen. I was like, nice. the, every event I've been to from those guys, I'm like, this is good. Yeah, I'm like, some good brothers over and, there. And people really believe in it. And yeah. like the culture is really good at those events. Yeah. So that's what you're looking for. You're looking mm-hmm. for authentic, real vibes and people who aren't, you can tell like if something's really greedy or monetary it you didn't know, feel that way. Yeah, it felt yeah. natural. It felt mm-hmm. authentic. That's when it. That's when it's it's real. You know what I mean? But here's and you know. But the thing is, there's so many. There there are companies and organizations begging to give away money. There's so many ways to do. They would things. love to be involved. They just don't know how. They, and they're not cool. They don't have an art hype <laughs> saying they're hey. not cool. People are paying for cool. We're the cool ones. We're the cool artists ones. are the cool ones. Paying we got the cool. juice. We're the we're the creators. We create content. People are paying for that because they don't have it. Mm, they want to see relevant on social or something, whatever it is. That's why people hit you. That's why these brands hit you up is because they just, they want to reach your market mm. and they'll do whatever it takes to reach your market because it's all business. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Yo, Bruce, this was awesome. It was entertaining. You're good people. I'm excited <laughs> to see what comes from this. I'm excited to see this interview. I haven't, um, I don't think I've done an interview where I, we've had a visual component so I want to oh, see really? how, yeah, I want to see how fidgety I am on camera and how much I move. But I've been on camera. Uh, it's cool. This table's uh, been going crazy. This table has been nuts, me but off. I like, but I like that it's the DJ table. Oh, dude, yeah, it's such a piece of shit table. I was like, yeah. it's the only thing I could have to complete it or whatever. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna work. Yeah, but it's all good. If you're out there, you know, more people. I don't know how how Bruce chooses these interviewers, but this is one of the best interviews I've been on. Um, you really deep dives, deep dives into questions. I, I, I love just having this like one on one talk and just like really just like going in and just. It's not so surface. It's just like boom. Like well, it's got to be authentic, and your your interviewee has to be as good as the interviewer. So that's Ah. how that's how you pat yourself on the back without looking like an asshole. (laughs) It also has to be someone who I think people would find interesting. There you go. Mm. You're doing cool things, man. man, My man. We're doing cool things, Bruce. We're doing cool things. I learned a lot from you in this interview. I think. There's a lot of value in this interview. Okay, cool. I think people are gonna take away a lot of things. Cool. We always say gems, man. We're dropping gems like. like coins, just pick them up. Just, <laughs> just pick them up. We're dropping gems. I don't care. Hell yeah, man. All the time. Hey, well, um, so if anyone who's listening right now, say they're driving in their car or whatever, if they want to follow you while they're um, driving, which we all do, give yeah, a shout out. Just don't uh, crash, uh, but it's at the art hype. The art hype. T H E A R T H Y P E. That's my that's my IG. That's my handle. That's my website. That's who I I know comms. There's a long history to it. We didn't get to it. We didn't get to it, but that's good. The art hype is my IG. Do you wanna do you wanna bless with that knowledge real quick or or we're done? Uh 
Shout out, shout out to this is coach, man. Um, my homegirl. Uh, we 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 started the art hype back in um back in college. And as she transitioned to do more work at Nike, she's a graphic designer doing work with Nike mm-hmm. and big, big colleges, big projects. Um, the company had to continue and it was just us and I became the art hype. You just became the art hype. Well, I kept it, I kept it going and it was, you know, when people start calling you by your, by your brand, you know, and the hype. So she was the art. I was the hype. Ah, and so you just rolled it into your just personal uh, brand. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's, it's actually what made me take my photography seriously. Really? Because before I used to just, um, the hype was just my marketing skills. I worked in marketing and branding for years. That's mm. my thing, marketing and branding. So I would hype her art, mm. right? And I was like, she had, she couldn't be as involved. So then I had to get more serious in my photography because I wanted that to be then be the art. Something needed some hype. It's crazy, man. It's huh. crazy. So do shout you, out to Coach. You, I've, I've had such a good time talking to you that like, there's so many things we probably didn't get to. Nah, it's, all, it's good. all good. It could be a part two. Who knows? Or mm-hmm. I'm a, you know what? I might interview you you for my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, you got a podcast too? Do you want to shout yeah, that out? Yeah, Shooting with Shooters, shooting man. With shooters. You know, for photographers, creatives, just a place where we talk about our experiences, what we got going on. Um, pictures of the week. We highlight photographers and individuals that might not get the the juice that um, a lot of photographers get, but they're still dope as hell. Oh, yeah. um, and it's just a it's a safe space for community and dialogue. And we actually have a group me as well. I need to add you to that. Yeah, yeah. Just a place where we talk, how, post our work. You're the link, critique dude. You're each the other. link, man. Okay, cool. The the link. I like that. So I also get called the Lego because I just the connect. Lego. I just connect, man. Dude, you are connecting, bro. You're like a box of building blocks. Jesus, man. <laughs> Lincoln Logs. Lincoln Logs. <laughs> All, right. Oh, All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, that's it. That's the angle. Peace out. Peace, man. All right. Cool. Thanks, man. That was good, man. Appreciate you. I don't even know how long we were talking.